0: Down the seconds, the minutes, the days, the weeks until December 11th, until Ryan Murphy's iconic "The Prom" premieres on Netflix, which is of course an adaptation of the original Broadway show, uh, which is no longer on Broadway because I believe it closed early, but also uh, Broadway shut down, but temporarily. um, That is the one of the best songs uh, tonight belongs to you from the show, and I thought it would be in a really appropriate way to start today's uh, episode off um, because our first story has to do with a bit of show business. But before I get into our six stories of the day, I might have seven for you, which is pretty good. Hi, everybody. Happy Monday slash Tuesday. I'm recording this on Monday because there's so many stories that came out. Plus, I have kind of a busy afternoon, so I want to, you know, be a little bit early, be on top of my, uh, my job. Um... But I hope you're all having a great start to the week. And if you're not having a great start to the week, I highly suggest checking me out or kicking off your heels and just relaxing and taking some you time because in this world of chaos and stress and, you know, get out there and vote and the stress of voting and this political craziness that's going on in our world today, um, it's really important to have self-care. So aside from that, uh, it's a pretty good start to the week. Pretty um, busy, which I like because after, you know, four or five months of literally just staying home, looking at my (laughs) nails... um, you know it's going to be busy again, but aside from that, I don't really have much going on personally. From when I put out an episode, literally under twelve hours ago. So let's get into our first story of the day. Um, there's been a bit of chatter about the icon that is, of course, Wendy Williams, who I love. Uh, she on her episode on Friday definitely concerned some friends, some friends, some fans with. I'm going to read you the article, then we're going to get into it, and then, you know, talk about different components of the story. Okay, there are, it's coming... This first story is from E! News. E! News sort of recaps it. Wendy Williams speaks out amid fans' concerns over on-air behavior. Uh, Wendy Williams has a message for her fans. The 56-year-old host spoke candidly to her viewers during the October 26th episode of The Wendy Williams Show. Quote, I always say I love you for watching because I really do. She said, You know, I come here every day and try to do the best I can for you. I appreciate you watching, but it's, you know, even after all these years, it's still work. You know... An effort to put in for the hour that I'm out here with you. Well, Williams acknowledged she isn't perfect. She also made it clear she's not a perfectionist, quote. But I do appreciate you putting in the effort to watch us. And I I love entertaining you. You know, she continued, it's not easy. It is not easy. You're a tough crowd. Um, Wendy Williams didn't give a reason for her address. However, it came a day after the media account at the Jasmine Brand posted a screenshot of an Instagram account, commented, um... Comment reported by, shared by Wendy Williams, former DJ, DJ Boof who was, um you know, sort of the hype man of her show. Essentially, what the comment said was, for the post, um, someone said, you know, after the Soft Riders episode, get help, and, you know, it's worrisome. And then um, DJ Booth responded, yep, exactly, and it will all come out. Booth replied to her photo, y'all have no idea what's really going on, and everyone there is afraid to speak up because they don't want to lose their jobs. This is going to play out bad. I feel so sorry for the workers and the victims. Have a blessed day. The fans raised questions after the October 23rd episode, which was on on Friday, of Wendy Williams, um, in which Wendy mispronounced Adele's name, paused throughout her segment, was sort of just looking into the abyss. Um, I mean, it's no secret here that Wendy has definitely... And I'm not saying this is what's going on now, but Wendy is a very open person, very candid about, you know, how her marriage fell apart. Her husband had an indiscretion as a child with another woman now. She's obviously living by herself in the city. um, And her son, she has her son. But she has addressed the fact that in her past, she's definitely struggled with substance abuse. And, you know, I guess maybe fans, because she's so open, fans maybe were concerned when they saw her acting a bit different than she usually does. Um, But, you know, it's Wendy's business to address it or not. And she addressed it, I guess, Today, and the way in which she thought was appropriate, which is totally fine, because it's her life, it's her narrative, she controls it, and I just hope whatever's going on, it's okay, because I love Wendy Williams, I'm such a big fan of her, she's a huge inspiration as to why, one of the many reasons why I started doing a podcast, because she's so funny, so candid, um, I'm definitely not as open as she is, because she really, really goes in on people, um, and it's like no holds barred with regards to her opinion, but, um... She's really talented at what she does, and she's clearly an OG in the game because she started off on radio, and then she made her way to TV, and she's had a very successful 12, 13 years of her show, so clearly she's doing something right, but if, in fact, you know, she has stuff going on in her personal life, that's fine. It's crazy time. It's unprecedented time, so I wish Wendy nothing but health and success, and I hope she continues to do the damn thing because she's literally so fabulous. So that's her first story. Okay, now we're going to hop over to our second story of the day, which is really, really, really good news for me because it's about the world... It's about how progressive our world is finally becoming after much, 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 much delay. But you know what? The principle of the fact is is that it's happening. Um, This is from page six. Crystal Kung Minkoff is joining The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is from page six. This is really exciting because obviously last season, Garcelle Bouvez was the first African-American queen to join the show because it's been all white women, um, which is, you know... Just, I'm not even going to go into on that. I've already talked about that. But, you know what the point is, is that we're making the changes now that are much overdue. Crystal Kong Minkoff is getting a diamond. The wife of director Rob Minkoff is joining The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for season 11. People reported on Monday. Bravo shared the news on its website as well. Crystal, 35, is the founder of Real Coco, a coconut-based food company. Oh, wow. She and her husband tied the knot in 2007 and shared two children, Max eight and Zoe Five. It seems she's recently joined on to film the Bravo series... Excuse me, as she posted a photo on Sunday, teasing all dressed up with summer to go. I saw the photo on Instagram. She looks fabulous. Kathy Hilton, of course, mother of Paris and Nikki Hilton, who may be joining the cast in a friend capacity, chimed in, quote, oh, yes, you do. Looking like a boss mama, Crystal will be the first Asian-American to join the, her- to join the arrival. Um, and this comes off the heels of Teddy Mellencamp and Denise Richards' exits. Um, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm really bummed that Denise is not coming back because she was so good. And she was like a staple, I feel like, with regards to the narrative and the drama this Past season, but understandably so, she probably, it was probably a lot for her. Um, but it's really exciting, it's really in tune with the times, and it's great to see diversity represented on TV, especially on an iconic show like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, any of the Real Housewives franchises, but especially Beverly Hills, where it's a very affluent show and people look to that specifically, that's to, specifically for the Beverly Hills franchise because it's affluent, it's fabulosity, it's Los Angeles. It's like, I, I live in, I don't live in Beverly Hills, I live in Hollywood, but like, I live where basically it all takes place and people want to see Los Angeles is so diverse that only uh, casting white women on a show in a city that's full of diversity is just not realistic it really isn't so I think it's frustrating that Bravo took so long to do this but you know what it is what it is and the fact that they're making changes now means you know they're doing something about it so Congratulations, I'm really excited to learn about this woman. I'm sure she's gonna be fabulous. I love a boss woman. Uh, It's really exciting because Garcelle, after the first season, her first season, got a a co host spot on The Real, which I love. I love The Real. Um, I was watching it last night because I I mentioned in my last episode I've been on a sister sister kick on Netflix, which, by the way, thank you so much, Netflix, for streaming that show because Lisa Landry, aka Jackie Harry, Queen, Comedy Queen. Um, it's so funny, and it, like, brings me back to my childhood. It's, uh, really nostalgic to watch that show. Um, but anyways, Garcelle, you know, is doing incredibly well, and as she should, because she was a great housewife, so... Bravo, really exciting, and I'm really excited to watch the show and see what this queen brings to the cast and the drama. Okay, third story of the day, um, someone I love talking about every single like, second of my life, and that is Kim K. Kim Kardashian celebrates training for you with sexy bikini photos. This is from Page Six. I don't know if you guys saw the photos on Instagram. If you have Instagram, and if you don't follow her, check out our photos. Literally, she makes 40 look like the new 20. Kim K, obviously. Um, there was a Keeping Up the Kardashian special, and um, she obviously was figuring out a way to celebrate her fortieth birthday because obviously her br- she was gonna have a fabulous party, but because of the pandemic, <clears throat> excuse me, it couldn't happen. But she, being who she is, literally like looks like she hopped to an island, which is like so fabulous. Um, so yeah, let's hear the story. Kim Kardashian is forty and thriving on Instagram. Monday, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians star shared a collection of bikini photos taken from the tropical. From a tropical locale, days after celebrating her 40th birthday, this is 40, Kardashian captioned the post. Last week, Page Six exclusively reported that Kardashian had planned a luxurious birthday celebration, speculated to be in the Caribbean. The KKW beauty mogul is set to have invited her famous family, as well as close pal Jonathan uh, Foodgog Cheban, which, by the way, I, I don't follow on TikTok, but the TikToks come up on my For You page, and they're so amazing, like... Ugh, he's, I don't know how he looks the way he does and eats all that amazing food, because let me tell you, if I ate that way, I'd be huge. Um, quote, all the guests knew, all the guests know, wait, all the guests know is when to be ready to be picked up for the flight, which will leave the Los Angeles area next week. Oh, this was posted last week. For privacy concerns, on Monday, Kendall Jenner also shared a scenic beach shot on her Instagram story. Kardashian celebrated her birthday Last week on Wednesday, uh received a slew of well wishes from her friends and family, including husband Kanye West. Um, yeah, and it's so exciting. She, she looks amazing. She's literally the poster queen for aging gracefully. And um, go show me that you can be sexy at all ages. Because let me tell you. I'm 31, so nine years till I'm her age. And I can't wait to be 40 because she makes me excited to be 40 and to age. Um, I mean, obviously, a bunch like Kim, I like get, you know, some procedures that I make myself so youthful and healthy looking. Duh, you have to. Because um, I, uh, I ain't gonna age, you know, naturally. you know. But yeah, love to see it. And happy birthday, Kimmy i I'm so happy for you. Okay, fourth story of the day is a really funny story. Really, one I'm happy to report because I love talking about the Obama family. They are just my favorite family ever, aside from my own. Um, and this is from Eonline. Sasha Obama proves she's living her best life in viral tiktok i love that the you know our, our i mean i guess president obama uh, i was gonna say former president obama but you know that's what he is i love that former president obama's daughter is in tune with like the cultural explosion of tiktok that's so funny i would love to see um Barack and Michelle Obama on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine them doing, like, these viral dances or, like, duetting with Addison Rae? I couldn't even handle it. I'd literally start crying. Um, What has Sasha Obama been up to since her dad, former President Barack Obama, has left the White House? She's hanging with her girls on TikTok, of course. By the way, this is from Eonline. I don't know if I already said that. Um, On October 25th, the 19-year-old set the Twitter ablaze when she appeared in a TikTok video with one of her friends. The girls were seen lip-syncing along Moneybag Yo's, said some remix featuring female rap duo City Girls, a.k.a. JT and Young. Miami after JT saw the clip she retweeted the video alongside the heart emoji cat um soon the viral woman began trending on the platform with fans standing the 19 year old former first daughter quote Sasha Obama would be famous even if her dad wasn't Barack she wrote one Twitter user wrote we honor her always another said seeing that video of Sasha Obama on TikTok rapping city girls just really warmed my heart Although the video was super fun and PG-rated, it was quickly deleted from TikTok. Oh, man. Outside of making memories with her closest friend, Sasha is currently a sophomore at the University of Michigan. By the way, University of Michigan has one of the most um, incredible musical theater programs because it literally it right on the Broadway. So that's really interesting that she's there. Imagine Sasha Obama became a Broadway star. I wouldn't even... I would love it. It would be at all of her shows. I don't actually know what she's studying. But the teen also gave a rave interview... Um, a rare interview in her mother Michelle Obama's Netflix documentary Becoming, which has released on a platform earlier this year. Sasha praised the former FLOTUS on following her dreams and creating space for herself. Quote, I'm excited for her to be proud of what she's done because I think that's the most important thing for a human to do, excuse me, is be proud of themselves. Um, Though Sasha tends to keep a low profile, enjoying her private life, the small gem certainly is enough to satisfy fans. Oh man, I wonder why she deleted it. I, I, I don't know if TikTok deleted it or if she deleted it because you know of who she is and her high caliber status. But it's so awesome to know that she's having fun with her life. Um, I mean, that's just like solidifies that TikTok is literally the future. By the way, you guys, TikTok is the greatest app ever. I had a video on Friday go viral, twenty one million plays it's my highest video yet i love tiktok i post really fun content i'm a movie tv buff as i said many a time um so usually that's just sort of my niche so if you want to see clips of my favorite shows my commentary i add andrew devitri on tiktok um it's a blast and tiktok i spend hours and hours on tiktok i love instagram too but you know we evolve and, and, and instagram is as great as it is and as you know unique as reels was i don't really think it hit the zeitgeist as much as tiktok is because tiktok is just it's all in the app and they have to keep going back and forth to different apps I ain't feeling it, but that's just my humble opinion. But um, yeah, congrats, Sasha Obama. I can't wait to see what you do with your life. I'm sure it's going to be fabulous, much like you. Okay, fifth story of the day, um, little Britney Spears drama, because there's, you know, there's a little bit of drama with her, but I love it because Britney Spears, to me, will always be an icon. And, uh, you know, of course, she's going through some stuff. Um, Britney Spears' dad goes after her lawyer. She can speak for herself. Britney Spears' father doesn't buy her lawyer's assertion that he's the only one who can speak for her and he's using the upcoming election to try and prove his point. Ooh, Jamie Spears filed new legal docs obtained by TMZ and Britney's ongoing conservatorship case which fired back at her attorney Sam Ingham for recently likening her to a comatose patient who lacks the capacity to sign declarations. By the way, I reported that story. That was, was uh, quite a story. Speer says her daughter's conservatorship doesn't mean, sorry, Speer says his daughter's conservatorship doesn't mean she's stripped of all of her rights. For instance, she still has the right to vote, and he notes she's testified at a deposition multiple times in court during the conservatorship. According to the docs, Britney's dad claims Ingham does not have the unlimited authority to be her exclusive voice. She has the right to be heard. We broke the story. He's, like, switching it around, too. Even he's saying that Britney should have her own voice. That's called uh, a reverse on comedy. We broke the story. The reason this all came up in the, first, we as in TMZ, the reason that this all came up in the first place is because Ingham, Brittany's lawyer, told the judge earlier this month that Brittany does not want to perform again. Jamie's side called that hearsay because it was coming from Ingham and not Brittany herself. The judge asked Britney why, the judge asked why Brittany had not filed a declaration about her career intent And Ingham said that's because she lacks the mental capacity to do so like a person in a coma. Jamie disagrees and seemingly wants to know where Brittany personally stands on the issue. Something a lot of other people want to know as well. Uh, Um, I, I am not in that percentage of people who want to know what's going on with Britney because I find that that type of information is just a little too personal. I mean, it's up to Britney, obviously, whether or not she wants to do an interview or even release that kind of information and sort of the the content that she puts on Instagram is cute little videos from her house. And I know a lot of the videos concern people because of the way she talks and the the style of her speaking, but she's living her own life. Um, and I think that it's really unfortunate the whole, I, I get the whole free Britney movement, Um, but, you know, obviously, Brittany's been through some stuff, and that's her personal, uh, that's, that's very personal, so I personally don't think it's anybody's business, aside from her father, her lawyer, her family, um, what goes on with her, but I do, what what I've always said was that she's the master of huge fortune, and I just think that she should enjoy the fruits of her labor, because literally, she's been working since she was a kid, she was on the Mickey Mouse show, and, you know, she was literally everything when I was in elementary school and middle school, and high school, too, so... I love Brittany, uh, and I hope that everything works out perfectly for her family because that's all you want is for somebody to have a happy family life, a happy home life. Okay, our sixth story of the day. Ooh, I love having so many stories today. Um, really exciting baby news from page six. Emily Ratajkowski is pregnant, expecting first child with Sebastian, Bear, McClard. Um, this gal is just so beautiful. I can't even handle it. I remember I first, I, I think she was in Gone Girl with Ben Affleck and um, Rosamund Pike, which is literally one of my favorite movies ever. Beware of the local idiot. You know what that line is if you know that movie. If you stay on that movie, you just know it. But Emily Ratajkowski was in that, that, also she was in the Entourage movie. Um, I I don't remember who she played. I don't know if she played Emily Ratajkowski, but she was gorgeous. Okay, Emily Ratajkowski's first pregnancy is getting the Vogue treatment. The 29-year-old model announced on Vogue's latest digital cover that she's expecting. It'll be her first child with husband Sebastian Bear McClard. Radikowski also filmed a pregnancy reveal video directed by friend Lena Dunham in which she shows off her growing baby bump and plays footage from an ultrasound through the video a nude Radikowski cozies up to her husband. There's a quietness that comes with pregnancy, a uh, humbling, uh, she narrates, um, that doesn't make sense. There's a quietness that comes with pregnancy, a uh, humbling, that doesn't make sense, it should be humbling. I'm listening for you. I'm full of wonder. She later adds, "I cannot wait to see you." Radekowski didn't reveal the sex of her baby. Um, she and Bear McClard, who is a producer, married in 2018. Very exciting. The Vogue cover is beautiful. She looks beautiful, and I always say this: women who are pregnant are the most beautiful, glowing ladies in the world. So very exciting for one of my favorite celebs to be expecting. Um, and I hope she's a fabulous pregnancy. You know what? I'm going to add in a little, uh, a seventh story. Just be- excuse me for the interruption. A phone call caught me in. Um, I'm going to add in a seventh story because it came across my desk just now. And you know, what would an interjected little piece of gossip be if it wasn't the Mistress of Pop Culture podcast, which is what I am. So this is from page six. Ryan Felipe pauses for jog, um, for digging Ellen DeGeneres Rumors. Of course, Ryan Felipe was formerly married to Reese Witherspoon. He was in Cruel Intentions with her. He's the father of, I believe... Ava, and I don't know if one of her other children, but he's gorgeous, and uh, (laughs) he's a babe. Uh, But obviously, you guys all know about the little bit of drama with Ellen DeGeneres, but I guess Ryan Felipe was throwing some shade. Ryan Felipe isn't letting Ellen DeGeneres off the hook. The 46-year-old shooter star—I've never seen that show or if it's a movie— posted a still of himself mid-run Saturday— to his Instagram story squinting in front of a billboard promoting the Ellen DeGeneres show. And remember to be kind, he captioned the post in a seemingly mocking flowery script, uh, referencing DeGeneres' catchphrase on the show before adding, quote, wait. ...in a starker font. Felipe has not graced the Ellen DeGeneres show since 2011. Us Weekly reports going on to note that the actor's ex-wife, Reese Witherspoon... ...is one of Generous, ...well, one of Ellen's closest friends and was a guest on the show in March. Um, aside from a new haircut, DeGeneres 62 hasn't recently generated headlines... ...on the level of reports about the allegedly toxic environment she fosters on her show... ...that punctured her feel-good empire earlier this year. Well, she did address it in her first episode back, so I don't know why they're saying this. Um... I don't know. I don't like throwing digs after something's been addressed. And yes, I understand that Reese's ex-wife, and obviously she's been on Ellen's show many times, so obviously they have a good friendship. So maybe he's throwing shade at that, or maybe he's not happy about that. But you know what? Um, I don't think that that's very nice. And I'm, you know, I think Ellen is really. I've I've seen a bunch of clips from her show since everything has happened, and it looks like she's changed. Uh, it look you can tell. I mean, I I, I read people really well, and there's a an, it's like it's Ellen from season one again. She looks like she's happy, she's expressing gratitude, she's funny, and her jokes are great. Um, so yeah, I don't know why he did this, but yeah, he's a babe. So <laughs> if I met him and he asked me on a day if he was, in fact, like, interested in me, but he's probably not, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> But anyways, that's it. Um, that's my show, you guys. So happy, uh, happy Monday afternoon slash Tuesday morning. Thank you so much for listening to my show, The Mission of Pop Culture, where you can stream it on many, many platforms like CastBox Radio, Google Podcasts, iTunes Radio, Pocket Casts, um, Spotify. Apple iTunes, uh, basically the, anywhere podcast stream, the podcast app on the phone. Um, lots of stories going on. Uh, I want to sh- end this episode really by advocating for you guys to go out and vote. Please vote. Um, it's very important, this election. Um, that's really all that matters. Pop culture stories are a lot of fun. Gossiping is fun. Yapping is fun. But the election's more important. Our lives are at stake. Um, and make sure when you go, you wear a mask, social distance, be kind. And... Uh, Yeah, that's all I got to say. All right, everybody, I will chat with you later. Take care.